0: Yes, yes, uh, Now I just um, I need you to take this banana. Okay. okay. Hold on to this banana. All right. And take this duct tape. Uh, okay. And uh, we're just going to tape this banana to your forehead here. Okay. This is going to help relieve the tension in your third chakra. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I feel a lot of buildup there.
1: I feel it. It's, um, it's getting yep. warmer.
0: And uh, we're going to have to have you uh, just put your wallet and your phone in this bucket here. You know, I don't want okay. any distractions. Okay. Okay. All right. And I just want you to uh, just close your eyes and think about the third moon
1: mm, of Jupiter. Okay, just really focus. Yes, oh, yeah, I whatever. can feel it whatever. aligning with my chakras. Uh-huh. Just keep doing that. Mm. Is it supposed to tickle my butt?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I want to do a bit where I, I left, but I'm like, ooh, I, ca- I have to like get up and close the door so I can make a door <laughs> closing sound. Hey, everybody welcome to the indie film review that's right we're not putting in sound effects post okay we're, we're not <laughs> yeah, that kind it's of show. too much i work. could do it i could put in those sound effects but i don't want to it is too much work <laughs> you're right uh this is a show where you know, we other podcasts films.
1: other podcasts they have a team of people we that's right do not
0: uh just just me and dan Stuck on the submarine together, reviewing films. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Mystery Science Theater for independent films. They won't let us leave.
1: Okay, Dan, what film did we review today? We watched a film called Mango Tango. Mango Tango. Mango what Tango. What a good name. Yeah, I know. What is this film about, though? Um, this That's film is about a dance instructor who um, mm-hmm. is trying to find love in all the wrong places. And um, she is... She becomes stalked at one point. Yeah. And um, mm-hmm. she, she leaves to visit with her family to Germany, but something happens there too. Oh, no.
0: Yeah. So it, it's really like, I thought this film was going to be a, a straight up romance of her trying to find yeah, love, me too. And this whole stalker angle comes in and it makes it like pretty freaky and yeah. scary. And this, this movie gets surreal and strange and weird. Mm-hmm. In a good way. So my question to you is, what genre of film do you believe this is? Um. Can we even fit it in a category?
1: Not. I mean, it's it's it like it starts romance, but then it like very cleverly goes into like this weird suspenseful thriller, like a psychological thriller. Yeah. Th- Seriously. Th- f- oh. Suspenseful <laughs>
0: thriller. So Marianne Hedinger produced, directed, and starred in this film. Yes,
1: it is her baby. A decade ago her love and child. it wasn't
0: until 2021 that they were able to get a distributor and finally release it
1: i think she said that she re-edited it too like it's a new oh nice it's a new cut that's pretty
0: freaking cool getting back to the theme it's i didn't think it would focus so much on dreams mm. and i'm kind of happy it did yeah because those are some of the best scenes
1: in the film especially whenever you you stopped realizing that it could be a dream and then you're like what is a dream and
0: yeah yeah it just i don't because they they flow right into the other scenes and it's a lot of this is her talking to her psychiatrist Mm mm-hmm and then he is, like, making her do different exercises to try to, like, realize herself or work through issues with, because uh, she can't get over breakups, basically. Yeah. It's fascinating. Anyways, I, I I should stop pontificating. Dan, do you have a question for me? <laughs>
1: Jared, how did you like the cinematography, the things, the framings, really? the mobile framings? I
0: thought all of that was good. My only issue was that I didn't like the camera that was used in general, just, mm. like, how it looked. Yeah. But, again, this is a 10-year-old film that had to be re-edited and everything else. And it's like, you're working with what you have. Yeah. You know, it's, this is a very low-budget film. I think where they pointed the
1: camera was
0: good. I do especially agree with, with you. following subjects. I
1: agree with that a lot. Like, I was able to look past the, the quality of the image. Like, I think that's what you're mm. talking about. It wasn't yes. my favorite. Um, it would have looked a lot sharper on like a, a nice, you know, red, If but like, you know, budgetary constraints. I get you it. To, yeah, it's money. So, now, you know, the other thing that I like about the cinema, like there are so many creative shots in this. Like the credit mm-hmm. sequence was like vertigo. It was, it was so fucking good. <laughs> well, like, so the the credit sequence is just like half of her face in a close-up and then like the the rest of it is other b-roll yeah i think so okay, yeah. from what i remember so yeah the um the title sequence is like close-ups of her face but her face is split in half and on the other side of her face is like b-roll of something else and it look it looks so cool it looks so cool and like they do it's that for a while and then all of the dream sequences oh my god just like the color <laughs> correction the framing of them they just yeah. they're so eerie they they feel weird it, it's, it mm. was wonderful So this
0: film, I thought was going to be a romantic comedy. And there is, I I don't know if there's romance, but there's certainly comedy. And times I laughed during this, this movie's funny, but the thing that really got me was how disturbing some of the things that happened in this film are and how
1: unnerved I was like the guy with the mask. Cause yeah, every time we'll talk about him, every time he came on screen, I freaked out. I'm like, this is not Mm -hmm. fun. I don't like looking at you. I want you to go away.
0: <laughs> yeah, there was. So there's one frame edits in this where a character will like appear and disappear really fast. Mm, yes. Um, there's a couple of times where I would rewind just to see what the heck was going on. And and she'll use scenes from later on. In a dream sequence, almost as like premonitions of like Mm -hmm. what's going to happen. I thought that was kind of cool. There are these really cool crayon animated drawings. When she's talking about her backstory and and her parents and everything and the yodeling and stuff. And all of that was really good. And like how she was kind of like afraid of eagles because she she blames eagles for some of her misfortune later on in the film. That's one thing where I kind of wished eagles would have played more of a a role in the film because it is brought up a lot. There are certain things where I felt like I liked I liked that theme of where it was going, but it didn't have a payoff. Mm. Especially towards the end, I feel like there wasn't a lot of payoffs. Um, well, I mean the
1: Eagles flew the Ring of Mordor, so they can't they, that's they can only be in one movie at a time.
0: That's true, baby. I think it was Griffiths, actually, Dan.
1: <laughs> no. Correction. They're fucking Eagles. <laughs>
0: Okay, but they're mythical creatures. Yes, they're big eagles, but still—that's right. They ruin people's
1: lives too.
0: Beagles are just big eagles. Big eagles. (laughs) 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 Oh no. Okay, one more question for you, Dan. Were you able to figure out who the bad guy was?
1: Yeah, pretty, pretty early. Um, Yeah, like here's my trajectory. Like, I'm like, is—is he really this obviously the bad guy? (laughs) <laughs> and then I'm like, I can't believe, no, this can't be him. And then the more it went on, the more I'm like, there's no other person it can be. Like, who else would this be? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> well, they kind of had a red herring with another character that kept asking out Marlene, who's the main character. But it it, it didn't make sense. Well, there's a big reason why it doesn't make sense, and I guess we're going to get into spoilers to talk about it. So, okay, we're going to spoil this movie. Mango Tango. Amazon Prime is our... Mamazon Dimes. Yep. So go check it out on Mamazon, baby. So yeah, Mango Tango, we're going to spoil it in three, two, one. Okay, the crazy stalker guy has vitiligo which is the the skin blotches right on his skin yes. where it's discoloration and one of the first scenes that they they'll, they kind of show the villain and he's like on his computer working on it and he's like oh i have to get marlene to love me oh i have to get her to love me you see the vitiligo on his arm yeah and i'm like okay it's obviously the psychiatrist <laughs> so i don't know what we were doing this whole time it was it was really strange i i feel like they should have not even have told us that there was something sinister until maybe the 30 minute mark. Yeah. And then like clue us in that, Oh, something is going, something bad is happening right now. Like she's being stalked. I think that would have kind of been more fun. Way too many clues as to what was going on.
1: in that. Well, I mean, yeah, like we, we don't have to have our handheld. There could have been less clues going into Uh, it, but regardless, the payoff for this character is bonkers. Mm -hmm. He is insane. And the actor, kudos to him yeah he does a great job Yeah. oh my god like certain scenes i was like that was just a weird line i don't know like he delivers lines strangely and i think that's part of his character and then all of a sudden he mm-hmm. has this fucking rap sequence <laughs> that was you know what out <laughs> it wasn't that bad it wasn't it was out of control i
0: was like what is I, going I, I on i was like yeah, at first I was very upset. I'm like, oh no, oh no, this <laughs> rap is going to be terrible. And the more it went on, I'm like, this is actually pretty good. Yeah. Cause, and then you listen to the lyrics I'm like, this is pretty fucked up, actually. Yes, exactly. Uh, man. And so his motif is that he is obsessed with ants and the queen ants. Oh my god. Because he was traumatized as a kid. Um, one thing I was a little annoyed by, so there's voiceover in this, we'll yes. get to that in a second. But... Marlene does voiceover to tell us what the villain's backstory is as he's telling it to us. Mm-hmm. And that was a, I didn't like that at all. I wish we could have just heard, uh, Jesus just tell us what his back, like I just do a monologue to me right now. I want to know. Yeah. Like, I don't want her to explain it to me that, that frustrated me. I don't know if that was a, um, they didn't have the right footage or they couldn't
1: do reshoots or something. I don't know what the deal was. Um, I mean, it was it seems like it would be an easy fix because during that that dump there was the, the animation, right? Mm-hmm. So we still yeah. could have had Jesus give that anim- or that, that monologue and still have the animation with it. Maybe. Yes. I don't know.
0: Um yeah, I don't know. I, I I honestly think in this film I didn't want voiceover. I I oh, kind yeah. of like the mystery of learning what was going on through the characters rather than her telling us. Yeah. I don't think it works in this. It didn't hurt my enjoyment that much. No, to be honest. See,
1: i like and I'm one of the ones like I, I can't stand voiceover. It didn't bother me, but yeah. it didn't need to be there. So at yeah, least I don't it, think it, really it, it, it didn't helped. overstay its welcome. So that that's a good thing. It, it wasn't like mm. a, a glaring issue with the film. The backstory to this this dude, this Jesus character, yeah. he um he's a crazy person because his uncle got him an ant farm. And the queen like is spawned, and she has all these other ants. And she, he loved the ant farm, and he loved that queen, right? This mm-hmm. leads to my favorite still of the movie, <laughs> which is whenever he dies, because he's shot by hunters, um, yeah. whenever he dies, there's a dream sequence where he is cradling a gigantic queen ant. Like a baby. Oh, that was so good. And I'm like, what so is good. happening right now? Like and he's petting it. Because it, 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 <laughs> like, it's one thing to go from romance to thriller, but then a completely other thing to go from ro- romance to thriller to like fucking mm. lynchian nightmare. <laughs> like, <laughs>
0: yeah, 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 yeah.
1: What am I looking at? There's
0: so many fun, just freaky stuff that happens. Like when it's her dancing Kind of uh, with her breasts out near the lake, and mm-hmm. there's the mountain, and she's just doing this weird interpretive dance. That was fucking strange. Her breasts weren't out. Um, they, she was
1: just wearing a weird.
0: Okay, she was wearing clothing, but the nips were revealed. Dan, yes. trust me. <laughs>
1: trust me. I've archived was... <laughs> all footage.
0: <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But um, and then there's that sex scene we have, we have to talk. Oh about. Oh my
1: god! With oh uh, god. the oh the no. guru
0: guy. Oh. Um. So, this film is, it's, um, Marlene is going through a series of dates and relationships, and she keeps getting burned by all of them, and hijinks ensue, until we get to the fucked up stalker guy, and he just, he, like, derails all of that, and yet there's still, like, comedy interwoven, and then there's the crazy, Mm -hmm. like, art stuff that's still fun in there. So, (sighs) <laughs> this was probably the most disturbing part of the film for me i'm gonna yeah, say as, a man. as um,
1: a man oh it's it's it was rough but i mean so, it was it was it was funny but yeah it was <sighs>
0: gross. i didn't have
1: time for laughs because i was too disturbed <laughs> i
0: know it was played for laughs but i was horrified
1: I was and I uh was like, what you know? is going on Oh the director God. should
0: be proud because <laughs> they really oh, got a response out of me. Way to go! Uh, they really got way a response. Way to go,
1: Marianne! You are they
0: fucking destroyed us.
1: You, Just you, were you know how to make some movies. I'll tell you what.
0: Absolutely, uh, this is like ten jack-off scenes in a row. The reason I say this is because a, a lot of films we watch usually is like someone jerking off or whatever, whatever. So it's good to see the opposite end of that spectrum. <laughs> yeah. What is the so, okay? Of here's the what spectrum? happens. <laughs> here's what happens. So. Marlene is with her her new boyfriend who's like a guru guy I forget his name and he's really into like rubbing coconuts on his head to get rid of negative energy and you know third chakra and all that stuff and he wants to have sex with Marlene and she's like I'm on my period right now you know I don't think that's a good idea and he goes no no, no this is the perfect time to do that the moon's aligning you know and all that stuff Jupiter and stuff and, and she's like okay okay let's do it so you think oh they're just gonna have sex Fine, right? No. He reaches down, grabs some of that period blood, which is, there's a lot of it, by the way. That's a lot of period blood. And starts rubbing it all over his face, and then her face, and then all over his chest, and then they proceed to have this, like, Kama Sutra sex all over the house like a montage, and they're covered in blood, and... I I have to go to therapy now. That's what I'm telling you. I need to go see someone about... Because this was it's worth watching the film for that scene like there's so many crazy scenes in this but like that scene was amazing um, it was so wild
1: oh my god
0: <laughs> and it goes on
1: it does it doesn't cut away and I'm sitting there watching it like yep I'm, this is happening <laughs> what am I, I gonna do I was thinking of you
0: Dan too cause I'm like I can't skip this Dan's gonna be mad if I skip this part I gotta watch all of it I did, I did. It was it was oh, okay. It was...
1: Something I've never seen. We'll say that. It is something I've Absolutely. never seen. Um, I I, th- I again we commend we commend the creativity um <laughs> and the humor. It powerful. was powerful. It was it was powerful. powerful. Powerful stuff.
0: Can you think of a few times where this film made you laugh? Like any instances well, that in time. general or
1: um yeah. Uh okay, the the creepy ass George Bush head. Dude,
0: (laughs) when he was dancing, he had like the weird like overalls on. Yeah, he has overalls on.
1: Like so, okay, so Jesus stalks her to Germany on her family trip. Her her therapist, who we believe to be her therapist, has gone to Germany on this trip with her. And he is, like, she drops, like, a a kerchief or something in the woods, and, like, he reaches down ominously to pick it up. And then (laughs) there's this one scene whenever she leaves the woods, and then... He just appears from outside of a tree, and he starts doing this crazy dance. And the song behind him is just like this wild song that I've never heard in my life. <laughs> it it, it was—it was really good. Oh, so the soundtrack song.
0: in this is really good. Yes. Like I like a lot of these songs. Absolutely, and they're—they're they're very well. Because well, a lot
1: of them are tangos.
0: Oh man, we didn't even talk about the dancing in this movie. Oh yeah, Marianne well, is it, very good at fin- dancing. Very Finish good. up on on this creepy dude, and we'll talk about the dance. God, he
1: he kidnaps her one day. Okay, that was a yeah. really good scene, the kidnapping scene. How he like, yes. he rose off into the 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 twilight. Oh man, that was beautiful. It was, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was yeah. really fucked up, but it looked awesome. Yeah. Um, um. So he he ties her up and ties himself up, <laughs> and this is where I laughed. So they wake up, or she wakes up. He's tied up next to her, and as soon as he's there, you're like, there is no other reason for him to be here other than he is the guy. Like it has it's him. It's yeah, him. Yeah, we absolutely. don't have this already. Yeah. So he is he makes up this story that She can't scream too loud because she's hooked up to wires. And then if she screams too loud, the wires are going to trigger an explosive device and it's going to blow up. (laughs) And then then I'm like, okay, that's silly. And then across the way from them, like 50 feet ahead, there's a sign that says exactly what he just said. And that made me laugh. (laughs) <laughs> yeah that was
0: so dumb and the the two german guys who were talking about he's like yeah i think my wife's cheating on me i found some evidence blah 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 and they're talking and they're like in this like leader ho- they're like in this really stereotypical german yeah. outfits and these and and they go out hunting and there's a scene where those two are dancing um because jesus is like i learned how to do tango so you can only tango with me once he reveals that he's the killer yes. or whatever and he's like forcing her to dance and then those guys oh he puts a dress on and it makes her dress up as a man. I don't know why. Uh and then the 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 two hunters are like, oh, I think that's I think that's your cheating wife. And th- they shoot him. And like that was that was okay. It was it was alright. Yeah. I, I kinda wish that they just saw that she needed help and then came and helped her. Um We could have even added like a different like maybe some, one of her family members or something. I, I but it was really just played for laughs. So yeah. It's it's interesting because like this film gets so serious. There's even things like just her throwing a knife into the tub because she likes to eat mangoes while she's in the tub, but she uses this big butcher knife. Yeah. Even that gave me like an uneasy vibe of like, Ooh, having a knife in the tub makes me think of other things. So it's like, it's this, it's this interesting marriage between comedy and real darkness. Yes. That this movie uh, is, oh, there's always just at the corner of your eye, there's always something so sinister happening. Yes. And then we have like, we have like a silly scene where um, there's this businessman guru who, uh, it's where she meets the, the, the period blood guy. Yeah. And he's like, okay, I want everyone to drink this ayahuasca. And he's like, ah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, we're going to really like cleanse your chi energy. And, you know, climate change is really important to me, blah, blah, blah. And while he's talking about this, he's smoking a cigarette and it was really, really funny. And he's like, I got a PayPal too. And he's like, starts out. <laughs> like if you want to donate to me, blah, 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 blah. And then before he gives them the drink, It looks like he spits into it. I don't, I wasn't sure if he was drinking it or, yeah, oh, that was so nasty. And he makes all of them drink it and he's like, yeah, 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 whatever the fuck you want to. Like, he like kind of gives up on pretending to be like a guru guy. Yeah, that was (laughs) awesome.
1: That seemed to make me laugh.
0: And then he's supposed to be guiding them, but he drinks a shit ton of the ayahuasca stuff and then he starts tripping. That was really funny. And it's like they have these colorful um, Chinese to go paper you know those paper cups Mm. you put the rice in and they're using those to throw up in it was really strange
1: yeah what a weird movie (laughs) (laughs) well i mean like i liked the color in it and that one scene that you're talking about i think is my favorite scene of the movie uh, aside from the cradling of the ant. but where she's dancing it by the lake and like the colors go crazy that dream sequence was amazing it was it was so good
0: There's just so many different scenes we could talk about. (laughs) This movie is wild. So, okay, talking about Jesus, in the very beginning, we see a guy who's got buck teeth, like a fake mustache, and he's got, like, goofy glasses. And I thought he was a red herring, because I'm like, there's no way it's that guy. But it turns out that dude is the psychiatrist because he went to a psychiatrist who also happens to be a dentist.
1: dentist.
0: That was actually really funny. So after the whole climax of the film, after she defeats this weird ant queen stalker guy, she goes and visits the psychiatrist. He's like, yeah, so I guess he was pretending to be you the whole time. He's like, yeah, that's really crazy. He's like, I feel bad for him. You know, I was just trying to help him, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, he's like, well, what about his teeth or whatever? And he's like, well, I'm also a dentist and I I helped fix his teeth. She's like, Oh, wow. You're so And then we go on this tangent. She's like, well, oh, you really did a really good job for him. He's like, yeah. And he's like, you know what? Maybe I could. Uh... And he's like, I don't want to be presumptuous, but maybe I could take a look at your <laughs> teeth. She's like, oh, yeah, sure. And then she just starts examining her teeth. After, like, all of this has happened, she's like, yeah, I'm just going to have him examine my teeth. That was, st- it was stupid, but I it made me laugh. And it, the absurdity of it. Yes. Now, Dan, how did you feel about where the film ends?
1: Because oh the beach? I felt like there was
0: like a tease yeah there was a tease of the beach that kept showing up throughout the film you thought it was going to be a big reveal
1: I loved the beach I I okay it okay. was it was it was like one of those art house kind of endings I guess where she's on the mm-hmm. beach and she's walking in this beautiful red dress and then there's a dude who's standing on the beach in the tuxedo and then whenever she passes him we see that he has a violin and he starts playing tango music and then she starts dancing on the beach. And I thought, I don't mm. know, I, I just enjoyed it.
0: It was nice. Like I did enjoy it because the dancing and music in this that accompany it are awesome. Yes, They're, It's some of the best parts of the film. It was really, really cool. Uh, I kind of wanted this to, to be like a tango musical where it's like the dance numbers are incorporated within the scenes, you know, that I think yeah. that would have been cool to like express how certain characters are feeling. I just didn't like how there wasn't a lot of closure with Marlene, because it's like, eh, you know, I've been dating and I can't seem to find the right guy. I guess she got closure through her therapist of being able to let go of r- other relationships, but the film kind of just ends for me. Yeah. I don't know. How do you feel about that?
1: I mean, I didn't mind the non closure because it was so, so we, we, we went on, we went off the rails so far that it's like, it doesn't matter if we have romantic closure anymore. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think the closure came yeah. from the The closure that I needed came from the psychiatrist explaining everything. Oh, he was one of my patients and blah, 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 yeah. blah. And then she never gets her narrative closure, which is she never finds love. She just dances into the sunlight. Mm. I'm thinking it's
0: she's more confident in herself. And it's like, hey, you know, if I go and date and it doesn't work out, it's fine. Like, yeah. I'll just, you know, move on with my life. It's not going to, like, define who I am. I do. That's kind of how I read it. Yeah. And, I mean, I don't need the film to hold my hand on that, I guess. So,
1: yeah. All right. There is a payoff to the narration that, you know, we are kind of iffy about. But I completely forgot about this. I just read my notes again. Okay. <laughs> it, this, it's one of the lines that made me laugh the most in the movie. And I think it was, it, I think it was the period guy. Is his name Tony?
0: I think so, yeah. Yeah. So she said He's like a Boston
1: guy. Yeah. Yeah. She said Tony said he was a Contra master and he'd show me God. And then just him playing Contra. (laughs) (laughs) That made me laugh a lot. (laughs) (laughs) That shit was really good. There's a lot of there's a lot of good. Oh, uh, and then like like there's a sequence where he's she's dancing with this guy that just looks like the lead singer from Tears for Fears. I'm like, (gasps) what the fuck? The cricket man. Holy shit. How did we not fucking talk about the cricket man? Oh my God.
0: Okay. This is the most David Lynch thing in this film. I know we say that a lot and fuck us. I know, but, um, this is undeniably some twin peaks shit. So it basically the jumping man from twin peaks. So she's describing a dream to the psychiatrist And there's this dude, she's like, and then this man showed up and he was dancing with me. And he was just, he just hops as high as he can over and over. And then he goes, did you know that grasshoppers hear their ears are on their knees or something? And then they just keep dancing again. And it's just this weird interpretive dance. And it goes on and on. And the whole time I was just spellbound. I wasn't bored a single second. Anytime anyone's dancing, I'm like, I love this movie. I love it. And yeah, boy, Um, it was so cool. And then it just ends. And there was one scene where uh, the grasshopper man he has her he has Marlene on his back and he's twirling her, and her hair is very long, so it's kind of like dangling uh, down. And then he peers out through her hair while he's holding her, and I'm like, that was so cool. Mm. <laughs> it's so weird. Uh I guess I guess what I would want is some of these other characters to come back later in some other way. Mm. That would like, I mean, it's already supernatural and strange. Like, let's just kind of. You know, yeah. mix all this stuff together. Why not? Let's, you know, I, I do feel like the film did push uh, pretty far to my liking yes. in terms of like the strangeness. For that sure. was really fun for me. Yeah. Uh, all right, Dan. So final thoughts.
1: Um, Watch this movie. Go buy it on Amazon.
0: Yeah. This movie was super cool. Great cinematography. Um, I was,
1: great mise en scene. It, it's the narrative is engaging. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. The music is so fucking good. The dancing is really,
0: really fun. What a surprise. Yes. What a surprising film. I did not expect this at all. Yeah. And it it was very pleasant. All right. So that's that's it. We done. Guys, you Dan, can find us on Twitter at
1: IndieFilmPod. You can find us on Instagram at IndieFilmReviewPod. You can email us at TheIndieFilmReview at gmail.com. We have a Patreon. Um, one dollar tier, three dollar tier, and then a special five dollar tier for filmmakers if you submit a film and you want it to be reviewed faster because our wait time is about six weeks or six weeks, six months. We uh, have so wish. many films. We have so many films, guys. If you want it to be faster than that, give us five bucks, one time donation, and then we will put your film on a shorter list and it will be reviewed That's right. much faster. Thank you everyone for
0: listening. I really, really appreciate it. Please leave us a review on iTunes or wherever else you do that kind of stuff. Uh, Tell other friends or people you know about it, people who may be interested in movies or independent film. That really helps us, too. Um, Go check out the necropodicon.com. There's some other really cool podcasts on there. If you like ours, you'll probably enjoy some stuff over there. Um, Appreciate you. Dan, you got the final word.
1: Mango. Mango. Mango, mango. (laughs) man.
0: Are you searching for a D&D podcast that tells a twisted and macabre tale, set in a world under siege by cosmic horrors, one that will make you fear for what lurks in the darkness and question your own grasp on reality? To bear witness to a party's struggle against their inner demons as they walk the thin line between hero and villain, while their sanity frays and
1: falls apart at the scene keeping good humor and a joke on their lips as all they know and love crumbles away. The chanting of cults, the corruption of mortals, the nightmares of the cosmos and the whispering of
0: dark gods all awaits you in Gunpowder, Treason, No Plot, a 5th edition d d podcast. Be sure to listen on any of your favorite podcast providers. Part of the Necropoticon Network. Hard to pronounce, easy to listen.